Welcome to episode 13 in education. This is Julie Daniel Davis, and today what I want to talk to you about is how do you evaluate if a voice skill or a voice action is good for educational purposes? So uh, last week, I actually was working with some educators and realized I needed to create a way for them to evaluate apps that they were putting on the iPad. And because I don't believe in recreating the wheel, I actually found some things made by Kathy Schrock and shared those with our educators at our school. But in the midst of that, I thought, wow, what education really needs is a way to evaluate a voice skill. So this week in my uh, latest blog post, which can be found at techhelpful.com, I created a blog post about how to evaluate this and just my thoughts on voice and education and where it's going next. So I want to share with you just, I think, the three important areas that you need to look at as an educator when looking at using a skill uh, for your classroom. And the first one is content. Um, just like any curriculum that we pull into the class, can, is it connected to standards that you're using in your classroom? Uh, can the content be differentiated to meet leveled options of need? And does it support the learning that's actually happening in the classroom? Or does it scaffold for the learning happening in the classroom to help students that may have some gaps in their learning? And does the use of this skill allow students to learn more about a subject um, without the need of additional technology. I think that's something big that voice does for us um, in a classroom where you don't necessarily have access to a lot of technology by using voice to learn about things. Um, you've got a very uh, inexpensive price point for students to have access to things that they wouldn't have access to otherwise. The other thing you need to look at when thinking about using Alexa in the classroom or Google Assistant for that matter, but I'm specifically talking about Alexa, is instructional design. Can the information um, being learned by using this device actually be synthesized in a way that's helpful for teachers? Can they have access to this information? Uh, is the content self-paced or is it student-paced? What I'm seeing most of the time with Alexa skills is that it's self-paced. There's, It's not intuitive. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but I'm hoping next level skills will actually be um, um, AI ready so that it can learn and adjust to what the student needs as the student's asking and giving back feedback. Do the embedded sounds and responses add to the student experience? Uh, the, the, the slots, are they made well so that students get back the feedback they need um, based on the sounds and the um, responses to their answers? Um, are there any in-skill options to buy things? I'm hoping the answer to this is always no if it's for educational purposes. And does it allow students to learn something without losing the conversational culture of the classroom? So here's another big thing that I think voice does for us that other technology in the classroom doesn't necessarily. Can we tap into knowledge without losing what's going on in the classroom right now. I think that's huge in, in the instructional design of voice skills. And then the third area would be student, student interface. Can students use this skill independently? 
Is the language used grade level appropriate? Is the student provided specific feedback? In other words, did they get, uh, oh, I'm sorry, you didn't do that right? Or are they given feedback so that they can better themselves by using this, uh, this skill? Do they know how many they missed in a quiz? Um, is the feedback given when they missed a question helpful for them to gain insight and in doing better next time? Are students motivated to use this skill? Is it um, intuitive enough and is it engaging enough to make them want to keep learning using this skill? Are students asked for personal information when using this skill? Um, is student privacy taken into account? Are they asked their real names? Are they asked um, where they live or what area they are they live in? To me, those are important things to not give and not ask um, using a voice in the classroom. And then if you want to take this even further, maybe think of this as critical questions for teachers to think about and to consider. Um, ask yourself, what data does this skill collect? How important is it that I use this skill if it collects this data? Um, and then ask yourself, why do you think this skill is useful for the classroom? Does it give formative assessment for teacher feedback? formative assessment for student feedback, or are you using it to allow time for you as a teacher to have small group instruction? None of those answers are wrong, but just make sure you are intentional about why you're using what you're using. And then the next question would be, could you create a skill using Amazon Blueprints that would be more useful for your students than the skill you're evaluating right now? How much extra effort would it be for you to create something truly personalized for your students' use? And next question, is this a skill that could be shared with students to use at home as well? Could that be helpful in their educational process to prepare maybe for an upcoming assessment? And the last question, as always, when you're looking at ways um, to assess and to teach, is this the best means of supporting student objectives in my classroom? Um, you can find this, as I said, uh, as my latest blog post at techhelpful.blogpost.com. And I believe that um, being intentional in using voice in the classroom is going to be very important in the future of it being accepted and also being uh, truly useful for uh, it to be seen as something that supports the pedagogy going into your classroom, not just an add-on or a novelty. And thank you for listening this week, and I hope you had a happy Easter or Passover, and looking forward to what the future holds next week when we meet again.